Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 602 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. In case you missed it yesterday, Ed Norris on vacation. He will be back Thursday. Man, man, we're going to talk some Monday Night Football at 6.15 slot. But right now, Jeremy, uh, what you do last night, man? Man, I stayed in bed all day yesterday. You know I wasn't feeling good, and I know you, how you felt yesterday. Yeah. I got home, um, tried to take a nap, still couldn't sleep as tired as I was, and then took some medicine to try to knock me out later on that night, and I was still up till 10 o'clock. I took, sli- I took sleeping pills and I was still up for another five hours. <laughs> Broken sleep last night. So I got to watch like a good bit of Monday Night Football. I watched some college basketball and a little bit of the NBA. I didn't get much of the Kings game in. I tried to, you know, once you're trying to go to sleep, I usually put on something that I've seen before. Over That's what again. I do. Yeah. So like I watch. I like some syndication. Yeah. I mean, Friends is my go to. Friends. Uh, Seinfeld was there. Like I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which uh, I love. Uh, that's probably my go-to now. The I office. still, I still, I, I still, I watch Martin, but I can't watch Martin and go to sleep because I, I still laugh too hard at it. And I get that from uh, like when when I'm watching new stuff, I won't do that. Like right. I'll turn it off and just re- again try I, to rewatch something I haven't watched. I, I could have seen Martin uh, ten times and I still laugh hard at it. So I can't if I'm trying to go to sleep. That's not the one to watch. And I think or, I told you, San Yeah, and in, in the afternoon too, watching some. Uh, I'm rewatching Boardwalk Empire with my wife. She's never seen Ooh. it. She, she's into it now, which is cool. one of my faves, man. Yeah. So I, I did a little bit of that, but like again, wasn't feeling Chalky well. White. Talky White. He's. <laughs> what did he say? He said in in the episode we watched last night. Oh, Gina, six oh four. She just got here. Uh, he said something to the effect of, "You." He said, uh, "Chalky, you come to me every year around election time." He goes, "No." You come to me every year. <laughs> you want all the black votes. He said, but somebody else done come up to me and ask me for, for the votes. And he's like, but I like you, Nucky. I mean, he just plays that. Like, for the, the people that loved him as Omar, and trust me, I don't know that anything's touched. Chalky White might be it's, a 1A. It's epic, yeah. It's really he, he is. He, is at, he makes that role come to life. I mean, a lot of people tell you he's their favorite character on there. He's not the star. No, but he is a badass. Like when he's supposed to, uh, you know, he's supposed to go back at Meyer Lansky and the crew yeah. and then pull one on him. And then he finds out that they're, that group is the one that killed his friend. He's like, now we have a problem. He turns around with the double guns loaded. <laughs> it's just like, it's a, re- it's a really good show. If you I love it. Seen I it, think but- I've seen it. In its entirety, the whole series, maybe three times. I'm I think loving the only th- it rewatching it again. I think the only thing I've seen in its entirety more than that. 
the um, um, Sopranos. Yeah, I think I watched Sopranos about five times. Me and my boy Brian Falter, you know, we can we can recite the Sopranos. That's yeah. my. I think the Sopranos might be my favorite series, television series of all time. It's fair. Like I, I think you could create. Or you could sit here and talk about a list of seven or eight different TV shows that right. you could put in that group and make an argument for. It all depends on what fits you and what you like. But, but yeah, I watched a lot of college basketball last night uh, as I was getting ready for the NFL game. Iowa and Purdue were on early. I like the over. Purdue just Purdue shot like seventy six percent. So, put Iowa, it on them. Iowa runs a press, and Purdue handled that press, and it was just like bucket, 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 bucket. They were up thirty mm-hmm. with like fifteen minutes left to go. You know, just smoked their asses. Yeah, it was it was ugly. It was it was absolutely ugly. Um, I, I was hoping it to keep my attention for a little longer, but it didn't. Well, College yeah. basketball coming on tonight, of course. Lots of top twenty-five teams in action today. Yeah. Well, who do you, what do you like tonight? Um, I, mean, I mean, I haven't just from a viewing standpoint. Haven't really. Dove I haven't into dove it. into it yet. Here, I can pull. I was looking at it this morning. <laughs> this is this is my life. I was looking at it this morning, sitting on the commode, just going through on games. On the commode, he says. <laughs> Um, here, so I, I mean, I'm gonna tell you, low key, a good one, and people aren't gonna think this is a top 25 matchup. Six thirty, Florida F- Atlantic and in the uh, Illinois. That's the Florida Atlantic is rated ranked 11th in the country. They're higher than Illinois, who's 20 by the, 20th, 20th, right? Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched Florida Atlantic play, you need to watch them play. They've knocked off Texas A and M. Um, you know they've and and again, it's a really good team that you're not. I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with your skill set there, but they're a really good team. That's a matchup that you definitely want to see. And then a nine o'clock matchup, a late one. That should be a good one. North yep. Carolina at UConn. Yep. And I also think uh, Wisconsin, Michigan State could be a good game if you're a basketball fan. That one should be lower scoring. But that's the V Classic. Is that at Madison Square Garden? Is that part of the doubleheader? Because Florida Atlantic is the V Classic too. It's got to be then. Because uh, here, let me get. Um, there's so many games. <laughs> there's so many games today. I didn't know Izzo and company were only four and three. They host Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah, so this is, uh, I don't know if that is part of that or not. It's in New York, so. It definitely is part of the V Classic. Yeah, because Connecticut always plays at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the V Classic, no doubt. But, yeah, I know that. But yeah, with yesterday, you know, it was kind of a, we, there wasn't a ton going on. I did watch some of the Pacers game for the NBA in-season tournament, and we had two upsets last night. Pacers as underdogs win, and the Pelicans move on. Yeah, Pelicans, that was that was a shocker. Mm-hmm. So, I, I listen, the games are fine, but I'm not buying into this in-season tournament. Dame was talking about it uh, on an interview and said that the players really like it. I, I don't know. Um, I know LeBron wants to win this. He wants to win the first one, as the Lakers are in action tonight, I believe. I ain't buying it. <laughs> I well, ain't buying it. Well, I ain't into it. What did you do? Did you watch a lot of the Monday Night Football games? Same thing. I, yeah. went to, I, went to a, I went to a, it was a, we were supposed to have a, what is that? A Friendsgiving mm-hmm. that got pushed back for a friend. They changed it to a Friendsmas, and I went to that. It was beat. I left in like thirty minutes. It was beat. <laughs> well, hey, the it other was, th- it was just yeah. I left. My wife and uh, so it's that time of year again. So my wife and my mother in law were making cookies all day yesterday. I want some milk and cookies, dude. I just I stepped on the scale. I'm down to two oh six. And nobody can tell because I just wear baggy clothing and I have a gigantic beard on my face, so you can't see that my face is actually thinner. Um, and then my, now my wife packs the house with cookies. You kidding me? I'm not upset, man. I'm gonna be eating those things. What kind of cookies does she make? They so they piss me off with this. Joe, what, what kind of cookie do you? Everybody here likes cookies, right? Like it's not that's something that's you have I like some cookies. You don't do a lot of sweets. I, you know, yeah, so, okay. you, you notice that I don't do a lot yeah, of yeah. sweets. 
But so my my I, I taught that Smith Island cake though. Yeah, I bet. Oh. So they made, of course, it's chocolate chip, oatmeal, raisin. They didn't do any sugar cookies yesterday. They love peanut butter blossoms. I for like pe- those. For people who don't know, that's the Hershey Kiss in the middle of a, middle of a peanut butter cookie. I said no. I like that. Just you just messed up the the peanut butter cookie. Well, that's that's what they make, and she makes this thing that I tell her not to make every single year. It's these uh, Mexican wedding donuts or whatever they're uh, wedding mm. cookies or whatever I they're called. I don't. So Mexican Mexican wedding cookies. wedding cookies. Yeah. So they're covered in like powdered sugar or something. I guess that's what's on it. And they're I mean they're just not good. And I tell my wife every oh, year. Yeah, those look, I don't I don't like those. Her and her mom love them and she makes oh. them and there's always like a box of them left. Oh, so you when you say don't make them, I thought you meant don't make them as in you're going to eat them all. Don't make them as no. No, I mean they're not bad. Don't it's make just, them. But every year I'm looking I told her mom and her I said I take the ones that get stale and I throw them at the birds out back. I'm looking at them right now. They don't look <laughs> powdered sugar. Yeah, they don't look. They look like donut holes, but they're yeah. not, which yeah. is unfortunate. Is there cinnamon in them? That's why I said donut. Uh, is there cinnamon in them? They're pecan flavored. Yeah. This one says cinnamon. cinnamon. This is a full, pecan. rich, and, buttery pecan flavor. And pecans. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. But you, look, can't, you can't trust cookies that are named after women. Which cookies? Lorna Dunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. See? Like. What what cookies, what woman is this named after? I know, I'm just saying, oh, like, in the future. But that's an almond flavor cookie, too, yeah. right? You don't yeah. like Lorna Dunes? No. Nah. Madeline's. Mm-hmm. Madeline. Oh, that's the wrong one. It's um, Caroline. Yeah, but for, <laughs> for white people, it's Madeline. White people can't be named Caroline? Maddie. Yeah, they can. Shut up, man. Anyway, <laughs> shut up. You don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, they make all these cookies, and she was talking about, like, I was excited when I came out, when I when I finally walked out to the kitchen, because she told me she was going to make Snickerdoodle this year. I'm like, all right. Well, Those are, yeah, I love Snickerdoodle. If she, bring, if she makes some Snickerdoodles. She ain't making any damn Snickerdoodle. They got tired from making all those other damn cookies. Hey, con. <laughs> I'll bring some in if she Give makes some that. damn Snickerdoodles. I love the Snickerdoodles. I told you. I just told you yesterday. Mm-hmm. The uh, the great cookie Snickerdoodles was the best cookie out there. I'm sorry. So John good. Harbaugh addresses the Zach Ertz rumors. We'll uh, hear from him at 630. But on the other side, Monday Night Football was more than we ever thought it would be. And the outcome wasn't that bad either. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
McPherson going for the win. Good snap, ball put down, the right-footed kick is right down the middle, and Cincinnati has won it in overtime. That's courtesy of Westwood One Radio. Now, a buddy of mine last night, he said, listen, would you take Cincinnati in the points? I said, what's the spread? He said, 10. I said, they're not not losing by 10. I said, I don't care, they're not losing by 10. I think they'll lose, but they're not losing by 10. I had no circumstance. I know no circumstances whatsoever that I have Cincinnati winning this ball game. None. Under any circumstances, also that I have um, <laughs> Jake Browning throwing five incomplete passes out of thirty-seven for three hundred fifty-four yards and a excuse me, and a touchdown, and also running for twenty-two yards. He played one heck of a game last it's, night. It's even better than you think. So let me give you a list of quarterbacks with at least three hundred yards on thirty attempts. 10 yards per attempt, and 80% completions in a game this year. Jake Browning. Yep, that's it. <laughs> He's the guy. He's the only one that's done it this year. And and look, I know like you're looking at you're looking at through like a, a you know narrow lens here where you, where you're saying okay, it's got to be the narrow lens. It was but, a phenomenal game. But he had an amazing game that nobody's matched that this year with uh, what he's done. And and look, give him credit. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what to expect from all these backups. I mean, look around the league. You just said it to me about the totals this weekend. How many totals do we have under forty? Five for next week. Five. Five totals under forty. What What are we doing? This league is all about offense. All the rules support the offense, but these teams suck. They're bad. And like, I don't know what to think about Jake Browning. I watched him against the Steelers. Can he get better? He was like, I think he's the all time like high school. He has like the all time high school touchdown record or something. Um, and look, played at UW was was good ball player, punted quite a bit. <laughs> if you saw that too, he would he definitely pin teams down inside their twenty. But uh, I I just didn't expect Whoa. I didn't expect that last night from him. Whoa, whoa, what? Come again, Joe? Joe said this in my ear. They talked about this when he started his last game. He threw for like ninety touchdowns in his senior year. Yeah, he had and the it, was like, it was like fifty eight hundred yards passing in one year. In one year, it was it was crazy. You remember the Derrick Henry stats? He's yeah, the, it was like he's that. The Derrick Henry yeah. of quarterbacks in okay. high school. Okay. Yeah, like Derrick Henry, you're like, he had how many touchdowns against you guys? <laughs> and ran for how many yards? It's like, what? <laughs> this is what I don't get, though. Okay, so while Jake Browning is on his way to p- completing 80% of the passes for a passer rating of 115.5, why are you letting Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase throw the ball? <laughs> well, why? I mean, they why? had some gimmick why? plays last why? night. Why? Yeah. Not last night. They don't need them. You don't need them. Giving plays are for when you, you got to do something to keep the defense honest. You know what was keeping them honest last night? Jake Browning. He didn't need Tyler Boyd to throw an interception to set up for a touchdown for the Jaguars. Let, let me let me ask you something about last night because there was two. There was an interesting point made about the AFC North. So when the Browns played, Deshaun Watson's in a in a box, right? He's sitting with the owner. When the Bengals, again. when the Browns played, Deshaun Watson was sitting in a, in a box watching yeah. the game. When the Bengals played, Joe Burrow being out, he's been on the sideline with his quarter with the quarterback, like kind of helping him through it. Um, do you find a difference in that, or people being a little kind of nitpicky here with a guy being hurt? Because that was brought up with Lamar when he was hurt years ago. But that's this new thing. Like, yeah, I give credit to the guys that are out there doing that stuff. But is it a necessity when you're injured? Mm. Do I like you being out there with your your team? Yeah. Does it say more about the relationship with the players? I think. I think it's a. I could be wrong. 
Well, it's not bot- definite. Well, that that could be something too, where the guys like Joe and the, the team are like they're all like he gets along with everybody. Is it the same thing happening in Cleveland with Deshaun? Is no. do they feel differently? You know, I, I don't know. It was just something I read on social media <clears throat> that was brought up. They had the side by side. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it just seemed to me that it's either it's either your relationship with the guys in terms of how you know whether your friends or not, or whether you just place yourself above them a little bit. I mean, that that's the first thing that I would think. You know, hmm. I would. That's just human nature. Yeah, I, I guess I get it. But you know, like, by the way, 91 quarter passing, uh, 91 touchdowns this senior year, Brownie. 91 in high school, 91. I didn't catch one. Our team sucked. He didn't throw it to you. <laughs> well, we'd have had him. He'd have been getting sacked left and right. He wouldn't have had a chance. That's awesome, though. So, uh, now the uh, – now, now, were you, as a Ravens guy, were you pulling for the Bengals last night? I Yeah, I think I think it was the right move to pull for him. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, like, Browning looked really good last night, but I don't know that that's who he is at this level. Uh, I think the more concerning thing for Jacksonville is the ankle injury with Trevor Lawrence and – does that put him out for a while? Yeah. Does it hop? You know it too. Like certain guys, whether it's hamstring, ankles, whatever it may be, those are the two that really popped up. Yeah, that, that they just end up having those lingering injuries that hang around. John um, Blum last night. For the other, you know, John Blum works here at the, at Odyssey. Uh, he texted me last night. Should we be pulling for the Bengals? I said, man, as much as I hate to admit it, yes, you have to because. We need Jacksonville to lose now. At eight and three, at the time they were eight and three. You need them to lose more so than you need the Bengals to lose. The Bengals, for all intents and purposes, are, are not a threat to the Ravens as of now. So now with the Jaguars going down at eight and four, and maybe being without a quarterback for a little while, that was ugly, Jeremy. Yeah, that injury was ugly. Well, a lot of. I mean, we've seen we've seen a lot of those across the board this year, right? A lot of just yeah. ugly injury. Like even going back to Sunday, uh, we we talked about it a little bit the the um, the broken legs that we saw either from it looked like the punter from the Titans, the whoever the guy was on the sideline. They said he snapped his leg. Was it three different players? Yeah, his knee blew out. He broke his fibula, um, and there was something else like some kind of like maybe a meniscus tear or something there. So that that guy's got a long recovery. Um, I did just come across something I found great, and I know it's kind of totally off topic. Ric Flair got a message from Paul Feinbaum. So he he posted his text message, Rob. Mm-hmm. Hi, Paul Feinbaum here. You've lost so many friends in the South about being petty about Kirby and embracing Harbaugh. So sad. So Rick wrote, I just received this from Mr. Feinbaum. Thank you for your expertise. However, I disagree that I've lost everything in terms of popularity in the South. You wish you could be half the man that Coach Jim is. Uh, at 10,000 on Michigan. I want to say STFU. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> but since I'm a class act, I'll just say be silent. Put up or shut up. That's from Ric Flair. Woo! Nature boy. So Flair is a big Jim Harbaugh fan. Well, I think, yeah, but you got to remember too, Flair Flair was a Minnesota kid, but I, I think he liked, and I know he's got ties to Charlotte too. Um, not talking about his daughter, I'm talking about <laughs> North Carolina. Well, that's why her name is Charlotte. Yeah. So, um, the you know, the, 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 the fact that he's gone to Michigan there, you know, the, you develop these friendships like, Snoop Dogg's a Steeler fan. He shows up here with the Ravens. He shows up there. But and I also think that these guys, Ric Flair's been paid a couple times to go do appearances for that. So 410-583-1057 is the number. What did we learn about the Jacksonville Jaguars last night? We'll talk about that at 730. But on the other side, speaking of Harbaugh, not Jim, John Harbaugh throws water on the Zach Ertz rumor, says they'll roll with what they have. Jeremy Kahn, is this a good move for them? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, all the talk about the college football playoffs and uh, what it's meant. But Jeremy and I are going to put together our own college football playoff style NFL playoffs. Four teams. It's coming up next. But first, uh, John Harbaugh, he's heard about all the rumors surrounding Zach Ertz. This is what he had to say to the media. Anytime a great player is out there, you sure look at it. But I would say this about that right now. We like our tight ends. You know, we really like our guys. And, you know, like I said, I'm not rolling out Mark Andrews for the down-the-road future at all. This Mark is so darn tough. And, and, and Mark Mark's one of those guys that really, really and truly, say a guy eats, sleeps, and breathes football, that's Mark Andrews, you know. So, you know, he's going to do everything he can to get back down the road. But the guys that we have right now, our young guys, they're real guys. They're real players. I think right now we'll just roll with those guys. They're real guys, real players. <laughs> They're going to roll with them. Jeremy Kahn, do you believe John Harbaugh? Do you believe there's a chance that Zach Ertz could end up here or – are the Ravens just going to stand pat? I like our guys. Yeah, look, I, I don't see an issue either way. Um, if you add him, you're adding some depth there and a, a vet that's been around the block, and he is a red zone threat third down. I'm totally comfortable moving forward with what you have at tight end and then, you know, if Mark Andrews can make it back. But, again, what happens if another tight end goes down? Or I mean, this is an opportunity to pick up somebody that's been around the block. You know, like he, he knows this league. He's played in big games. So I'd be all for it, adding him. Um, I just don't know, like, the, the teams that are in the mix. What were they talking about? Buffalo, right. Philly, um, you know, Baltimore. There, there were a couple other teams, but we'll see if he ends up going to a contender. I, to me, John Harbaugh has never been more transparent about a, a, a situation than he was just now, Jeremy. I don't believe that we'll see Jack, Zach Ertz here. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. He was very direct. Um, sound to me that they're basically saying, look, this is who we have. And we're good with that. We don't want anybody else. We're going to stick with what we have. I don't think there's a question right now. Zach Ertz is not going to be a Raven. Okay. I mean, look, I don't have a problem if that's the case. Again, I just don't see an issue with it. I know Harbaugh does this thing, too, anytime when you bring up trading for a player or picking up a player. Coaches don't like to talk about it because, I mean, you're not supposed to really. But um, But he's cut. But with a free agent, I'm saying trading for a player, you're not supposed to talk about like all that stuff and uh, you want to keep everything on your best, but or close to best. I I just think that 
you know, he does this a lot where he's just trying to reassure how much he likes the team that he has. Um, it might be different after a couple losses, but we'll see. And, and again, looking at this week, I, I don't see any reason why you can't push for I, Isaiah Likely is very talented. However, he, yeah, how can he do it on like he's been a situational player this year, so you got to build that. Um, I think that cardio has got to be built up if he's going to be playing as many plays as Mark Andrews does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying his, he's playing his plays and Andrew's plays. You're right. Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying that he's not in shape or anything like that. But you know, it's that's a heavier workload. There's, there's, there's being in shape and there's game shape. I mean, you we, you and I know the difference. Yep. You know, you can be in the shape if it's everybody else, but it's also game shape in terms of being in the uh, shape to play four quarters of football. I think Zach Ertz is an outstanding tight end. I think he was an outstanding tight end. I don't know what he is right now, but I mean, you know what he is right now. He's just. Like, you remember what Jason Witten was towards the end of his career? Yeah. Could still make plays. Like, he's a big body. He doesn't have the speed he wants to have. Red zone threat, third down threat. It's pretty much what he is. And if you want to go double tights, you could do that now with him um, and have a pass catcher out there. I just don't feel it necessary right now. I think the Ravens will be fine. I, I, you know, and, and this is not me de- taking away any of the value of Mark Andrews. I would never do that. But well, now, for me, I think it's 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 – it's not a necessity. It was kind of like the same thing when Marcus Peters got cut, and everybody's like, oh, the Ravens going to go get him. And he hasn't played well this year. Is he in town? No, no. smoke, Mark. No smoke. Um, but but the fact is, like, everybody wants to go back and get him, right? Anytime you see a name that you know in free agency, whether it's being cut, the guy comes available, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever happens. How many people, whether it's baseball, football, and we don't do a lot of basketball here, but I'm sure it happens in those. Go get him. Go get him. Everybody yeah. wants to go get somebody because you know the name. Um a lot of these guys, as they get older, we're, we're starting to look at the, those stars fading a little bit. So I still think there's there's some juice there with uh, with Ertz. Um, but, yeah, if, they, if they're not interested or if it's something they don't want to do or if they're not trying to show their hand, okay. But ultimately, I think, like, he has ties to Philadelphia. Wouldn't they want to bring I think him back that's there? what he goes back to. I do. I, I think uh, uh, he goes back to the Philadelphia Eagles. Coming, and think about this, Jeremy. Not only could he help that team, perhaps – but he's also coming, he, he gets signed off of that horrible loss that they had against the San Francisco 49ers. That's a little deodorant, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they put on that stench that they had. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, he just brought, they just signed Shaq Leonard too, which again, yeah. Shaq Leonard was great. I don't know what he is now because of the injuries. Um, I think he can get back there, but putting that guy surround him by a lot of talent in Philadelphia, could he shine? Of course he could. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Um, you know, it, it's – do you think the last game the Ravens played, was there any point that you looked at the offense and said, you know, this is where – this is where I believe they need the um, um, uh, Mark Andrews? Yeah, well, clearly. I mean, look, that's a, that's a go-to guy. He's going to get a lion's share of his targets. He's the one guy you could circle every week and say, pretty sure he's going to get four or five catches. Right? Like, uh, I mean, Zay Flowers gets his targets, but Mark Andrews is your guy. Big plays, and, you know, I, I just think he's a mismatch for most defenses. So having a player like that, of course, is paramount. But not having him moving forward, Isaiah likely is that kind of, you know, I, I think you could s- still pepper this guy. And maybe maybe there is uh, potential for yards after the catch and some mm-hmm. of the things he can do if you put him in the right situations. But, um, yeah, I, again, just going back to it, like this Ravens team is – they're very good now. We'll start to poke some holes in them going into the playoffs, saying mm-hmm. maybe I'm a little concerned about this, maybe I'm concerned about that, because the, the good news is, good and bad news, you control your own destiny, but you're also playing three teams that are really, really good down the stretch. 
and uh, two of those teams you could see in the postseason. Don't you want to play those teams, though, Jeremy? I mean, I know a lot of people are, are worried about having to play those teams. I'm not. I, I look at it this way. If you want to really prove that you are the best and you have those teams, am I saying that I would I sign up and I want to play those teams? No, I'm not. But if those teams are on the schedule. To me, that's a test of, of whether the Ravens truly, truly can earn their way into that number one seed. They're in the playoffs. But can they truly earn their way to the number one seed? So I'm, I'm I love that. Yeah, and and again, like I you, we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, which college coaches in basketball and, and football do we appreciate? Like you Izzo. love Tom Izzo, right? Love him. What does he do? He plays this plays tough the schedule. Best. And in the NFL, you don't know what your schedule is going to look like. You got to play who's on your schedule. You know the teams you're going to play and right. where you're going to play them for the most part. But you know, outside of that, it's something where uh, I want to play those teams. I want to see what type of team you have. Like. I want to see San Francisco against the Ravens because I think one's the best team in the AFC right now and one's the best team in the NFC. That's how I feel. I want to see that game. And hopefully they're both at peak. And it's like for me, that's great football to watch. That's appointment setting, not even being a Ravens fan. Speaking of playing against the best, Jeremy, we're going to do what the college football playoffs uh, did as well. Jeremy Kahn and I are going to take four teams in the National Football League right now and make our own playoffs. Individually, of course. We may may not match up. Four teams. This is a tough task. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 647 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. All the controversy surrounding the college football playoffs. Well, Jeremy and I decided to uh, jump in with both feet and do it for the NFL. I already got uh, Rashawn's uh, selection. He has the 49ers number one, the Eagles number two, Ravens number three, Cowboys number four. Surprise, surprise. Now, Jeremy, give me your four and tell me uh, your uh, the reason behind your selection. Okay. Um, all right, so I got the 49ers in. I think they're the best team in football. Okay. I got the Ravens in. I think they're the best team in the AFC uh, right now. Uh, this is your ranking? Yes, this is how I would have them. So ranked. Ravens are two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got Miami at three. Okay. Where I thought about, because uh, I was going back and forth on the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored this week. And look, I'm taking it from right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't, I'm not looking ahead to what happens next week because that's how we're doing this. Right. So I have to put the Eagles in. Um, and, and I do think the Eagles are one of the best four teams. Uh-huh. Last, so people have to understand this past week, that, that was three games in 13 days. Yeah, you, okay? you got to chill. Got to pump your brains. Yeah, the Eagles are one of the best teams in football. I, I think there's a good chance they lose to the Cowboys this weekend, and then they, all of a sudden they have the same record. You know, like So we could be thinking totally different about this list next week, next which week, makes this really difficult. So we I hope could. people understand. People are still going to bitch about it. It was difficult for C, uh, CFP. Because I think – PF, What is it, CFP? No, CFP. Yeah, the college football playoff. But 49ers and Ravens, to me, have to be in. Uh, and then we could interchange the other two, but I put Miami and Eagles in as my last two spots. Okay, I did some different things about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, before we go on, Joe, did you put together a list? It wasn't required, but did you put together one? 
No, he did not. He did not. He did not. I did not do the assignment, teacher. I'm sorry. No, no problem. Well, you weren't assigned no it. You weren't assigned it. Yeah. It was just been an extra credit I mean, for you. spot. I mean. Been, it would have been extra credit for you. I go with did. Rob's list. All right, there you go. The All right. Hell? All right. This is what I did. I want to give you the build up to what I did before I gave you my four. I did my version of strength of schedule for the NFL. The Cowboys, their wins, their opponents have a total record of 36 and 73 in their wins. <laughs> The Dolphins, 33 and 76. I knew that too. And I they both those teams. Uh, I, t- I didn't do the losses. Okay. They stopped at the wins. Lions, their opponents have a total of 45 wins. So do the math. Yeah, you, math. whatever. Go ahead. And the Ravens, their opponents have a record of 50 and 56. 50, the wins, 50 and 56. So you see the strength of schedule? Ravens would be the highest strength of schedule out of those four teams. Did you know the Eagles? Rashard, did you know the Eagles in 10 wins, seven of their opponents have a 500 or better record? Seven. Seven of their opponents, Jeremy. Eagles' (laughs) strength strength of schedule is tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Stop it. They're not only with 10 wins – but seven of the ten teams, seven of the ten wins, have at least a 500 record in the National Football League. Having said that, the 49ers passed the eye test. They passed the test on the field also by beating the Eagles. They are my number one seed. Correct. The Eagles, because of that, seven out of ten wins against 500 or better. They are my number two seed. The Ravens, 50 and 56 is the total record for their wins, the, their opponents. They're my three seed. And the Lions with 45 wins, uh, combined 45 wins, the opponents that they've beaten are my number four seed. So I'm going 49ers, Eagles, Ravens, Lions. I have three teams from the NFC. Okay. Three teams. Because, Jeremy, I'm sorry, man. I mean, when when you have when you have nine wins, the, 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 uh, the, the Dolphins, and your opponents have a total of 33 wins and 76 losses, I can't ignore that. When you are the Cowboys with nine wins and your opponents have a total of 36 wins and 73 losses, I can't ignore that. Especially when you got the Ravens, their opponents' records and wins is 50 and uh, 50 and 40, 50 and 56, and the Lions are 45, and that would be 61. They have better – the records are the same, but the strength of schedule – what do you say? All schedules aren't created equally. Therefore, I have to look at the quality of wins that you have. I get that. And again, in the NFL, you're not creating your own schedule like you are in college, right. which is a little bit different. Right. You know, figuring out who you want to play outside of your well, conference. Well, non-conference, you figure out your yeah, own Yeah, job. that's what I'm in saying. In conference, you don't. Because, well, you don't get to do that in the NFL. You don't get to pick anything. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think your list is really good, especially considering the, the fact that when you look at Detroit and what they've done, it does make it a little bit interesting. But I like my list better because <laughs> I want to see the Ravens and Dolphins because I love the defense versus all. Like I like these premier matchups. Um, my would have the first round would be 49ers Lions Eagles Ravens. That'd be my first round matchup. Yeah, I, I have 49ers Eagles Baltimore Miami. It would be in San Fran and in Philadelphia. Because I did it one, two, three, four, yeah. So yeah. I'd have it still NFC versus NFC, AFC versus AFC. Wouldn't it be a cluster if the NFL actually did? I, how many people would like to see none? 
You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so, man. Because you, if your team gets left out, you automatically hate this damn thing now. And how many of us were pining for the 12-team playoffs? That's the beauty. Yeah. Can I say something here? Mm -hmm. And we'll probably have Bill Hancock, director of the college football playoffs, on this week, later on this week. I talked to him. He said he could do later this week. Bill Hancock will tell you, (laughs) I, through text, annoyed him about expanding from four teams. You can't do it. It's ruining the integrity of the regular season. You can't do it. What are you guys thinking? That's the dumb decision. I mean, this is real text between me and Bill Hancock. And a year later, I came back and said, Bill, don't listen to me. He said, I don't anyway. I said, this is a great idea. Going to 12 is a great idea. It is. I mean, because this year is exhibit A of why you need 12 in college football. Yeah, because there's so many quality teams, man. And I think the, the more the transfer portals continue, these teams will get better and better. The tie, you may get top heavy, but you're gonna have more teams to go. You in. know why twelve is great too is the fact that it does give you the ability when a team goes undefeated like Liberty to say, hey, let's put these guys in, let's put them in, even though their schedule may not be the same as everyone else. Liberty's God's team though, so if you put them in, they're gonna win it. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, you didn't even have them winning their first game when we did the exercise yesterday. You had a Florida State team beating them with a backup quarterback. No, that's not the playoffs. That was we're the playoffs. About, no, we're talking about playoffs. That's how the playoff. I set it up, and I gave you the team. I don't recall and, that. I thought you said if they would if they played Florida State. I didn't know that was a playoff. Yes, you did. I did not. You wrote down all the teams yesterday and all the games. We went through it in an entire segment. How do you forget this? Oh, you mean the 12-team playoffs? Yes. No, nah, they wouldn't be Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you just, I thought you were just saying no. if they got in the 14-team playoff. <laughs> no, are you being ridiculous now? Liberty would never get in the 14-team no. playoff. What is wrong with you? No. But, that's like all the people. I used to fight with the people that were screaming about Boise all those Stop. Years. Boise needs to be in the I'm like, guys, come on, man. They beat up Hawaii, San Jose State. Wyoming was their big win. Like, shut up. And because of that, I'm telling you that the Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys don't belong in a four-team college football playoff format because they beat the Jets. The the Cowboys beat up on the Giants twice, the Jets, the Patriots. Come on, man. The Panthers, the Commanders, that's who the hell they beat. The Dolphins, the Chargers, the Patriots twice, the Giants. They beat the Broncos when they were bad. They beat the Raiders, the Commanders. They didn't beat anybody. They beat no one. Who did they lose to? Eagles. Do you have that in front of you? Sorry, I'm putting you on no, the spot. No, 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 no. I can get it. I, I, they, I, did. They, pull- lost, they lost to the Bills, the Eagles, and the Chiefs. Good teams. They've beaten the 0-3 against good teams, Jeremy. You can't ignore that. Me Meanwhile, the Ravens have beaten the Texans. The Bengals, yeah, the Bengals went on a road last night with a backup quarterback and won. So what they beat you- the Lions. They beat Seattle. I mean, they beat some good teams. What gives you more pause? See, so Miami lost to Kansas City, Buffalo, and Philadelphia. Those uh-huh. are Miami's three losses, three uh-huh. good teams. Uh, the same thing that you're talking about, all the teams they beat, it's uh-huh. that same grouping. Chargers, Patriots twice, Denver, Giants. They beat Denver when Denver was really bad, right. 70 to 20. Uh-huh. Carolina. Uh, New England again, uh, Las Vegas, the Jets, Washington. Those are all their wins. They get Tennessee, the Jets. Then they run into the Cowboys. What is that going to ha- What's going to happen when teams that can't beat good teams play each other? Exactly. As good teams. <laughs> Do they tie? But, but hey, you get what I'm saying. Like, you look at those schedules, and what gives you more pause? A team that loses to all the good teams they face or a team that perennially loses to bad teams? Like, 
The Ravens lost to a couple bad teams this year. Yeah, but the the, the good wins against good teams can't. But I'm just saying, like, because you can have a hiccup anywhere. We can come back with this. Let's give the listeners a chance to chime in. We're going to play this little game. College football playoff style. Give us your four NFL teams. College football playoff style. Let's make it up this morning. 410-583-1057. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.